Hi. Hey. So we are alive now. So how are you today? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you. I'm very excited. This is our first episode. Yay. Yeah, how are you? I'm fine. I already had my morning coffee, so I'm full of energy and I think it should be great for both of, of us. Yeah, yeah, looking forward. Cool. All right, so we should probably introduce ourselves and just say who we are. So I can start. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So my name is Anna Corillo. I'm an associate manager, associate engineering manager at a company called Red Hat. And yeah, I love recording podcasts and I love, you know, like just learning new things and talking about the IT industry in general. So yeah, excited to be here. Should I say nice to meet you if we already are friends? Oh, we already met. I think it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's just for, you know, like it's probably for more for the listeners so they would know who we are. Okay, so I will introduce myself too. I'm Lena Kirichok and I am the kind developer at Zesilkovna, it's delivery company here in Czech Republic. And also I am author of Telegram channel, Girl in Tech, where I'm writing about how to be the girl in tech. I don't know, and everything about tech field and uh, I'm so proud to be there to record in our podcast. Yay! So <laughs> awesome, awesome. Sounds good. All right. So what you're listening to is the SFTP podcast, the successful, striving, and many, many other adjectives, females in tech podcast. We were we have been thinking about a name for a while. Honestly, like we, I think we started talking about this podcast like a month ago or probably even more. And we were just like brainstorming ideas and we really liked the idea that SFTP is also like a protocol for you know, like for transferring the data, which is kind of tech related. And then we also could put some some nice stuff, you know, in terms of in terms of females in tech as well into the name. Yeah, and I really like how we could change this S letter at the beginning of this word, like SFTP. So yeah, like smart, self-confident, I think too. So, and we uh, also decided to create this podcast because we are females in tech, as you already hear. And also, we would like to show from our perspective how how to be like a, a female in tech and to show that um, there is all this uh, the the stereotypes about uh, that this is like man field. And there are men rules, and we want to show that there are some female rules, and we would like to follow them instead. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. That basically we don't want to, you know, that you know, to be a woman in tech, you don't have to act like a man, but you can be yourself, and you can, you know, like you can even be successful with that as well. Awesome. All right. So let's get to the topic of today's episode. So we're going to talk yeah. about pay equity and pay gap. So Lena, why did you think that this topic is something that we should talk about? Because it's like really important. Everyone like have a job 
for some reasons and like payment like your salary is a really important reason why we like wake up every morning and doing something and for sure we want to have enough money for our everyday job so that's why I think it's an important topic and important to say about um, how is all like how is field going with this pay equity situation and pay gap. What do you think about this yeah. topic? Yeah, when we first talked about it, I was kind of like hurting a little bit in terms of this topic. Uh, yeah, at the time, uh, my company just published an, uh, basically like a pay equity, pay equality report, which actually had some pretty decent numbers, but there were some people within the company that were um, basically like just sharing their like really hurtful thoughts about pay equity and, you know, like about Basically, they were saying things like women are not suitable to be in like technical professions. That's why we have you know like so few women in IT workplaces and so on. So yeah, it was like a really see, and I decided yeah. that maybe you know like we should talk about pay equity and like how it can be addressed, uh, you know, like together and uh, yeah, just see what kind of maybe we should like look more into it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm really sad about you said that there are like some not really good mentions about this like report at your company because I don't know there are like so many uh, actions like communities who talking a lot about women in tech. I don't know. Yeah. Well yeah. Thanks. All right. Uh, so yeah, I know that both of us have prepared for this. So yeah, Lena, would you like to just say what pay equity and pay gap is? Yeah, for sure. Like when we are talking about pay gap, uh, we talking about uh, the situation where like now we are talking about gender pay gap is a situation women okay. are underpaid for doing same work as men for example and when we are talking about pay equity so we are talking about paying equally for the work of equal value so would you like to add something to this definition? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just when we were preparing, I remember thinking and like reading about it more. And I was trying to understand, you know, like what equal value means in this in this regard. And I realized that when we look at like many different professions, you know, like not in technology, but like even in the regular world outside of IT, I would say, there's a lot of examples where like if a profession is uh, female dominated, it's likely that the reason why it's female dominated is because it's hard and underpaid. So, you know, obviously yeah. like there's probably some people are going to say like, hey, what are you saying? You know, like, there's also like hard and male dominated professions. But, you know, at the same time, like if you look at teachers or if you look at nurses, uh, at least uh, or like doctors in the like in Ukraine, where we both are from and also like in the Czech Republic, probably as well. Basically, like those professions are mostly female dominated because because they're hard and because there's not enough pay in them for somebody, for somebody to just um yeah yeah for sure and as we both know like i think like everyone i hope knows that there were a lot of women in tech field at the beginning of the history of this field and then in a way that this field were becoming like more high paid field more men 
went there. So, and now we have all the situation where when this field is like the tech field is more male dominated field because it's high paid in a way, in some way. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. All right. So yeah, I think we kind of clarified that, that pay equity is about paying equally for the work of equal value. And yeah. then, yeah, then if we're talking about pay gap, it may be a pay gap within the same profession, or it may be the pay gap within like different professions, but of equal value as well. All right. Yeah. So do you think you've experienced a pay gap? I was thinking about it for some time and like when I have started like my tech career in this field, um, I wasn't sure, like I wasn't really aware that this field is like kind of high paid field than others are. And I think I asked about some salaries, like just from my head. I was like, okay, I want maybe this amount of money for this work. Mm -hmm. But um, for example, I was looking um, for the reports from the year 2015 when I was started. Mm -hmm. And there was uh, information about uh, junior salaries mm -hmm. for for example for PHP language and I saw that um like the salaries there like for junior was maybe in Ukraine five hundred dollars per month. Okay. And that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah start. yeah. And I was thinking that I had like few jobs as a junior developer and first one I was started like as trainee and I was just growing and I had like less salary that this like uh, this but the next junior job I was like paid enough like for this money maybe a little bit higher but I already was with some experience and I feel like that um, at that time I can I couldn't say I was like really underpaid, mm -hmm. but I knew that there are some jobs who like some companies who could pay like me like higher salaries with my knowledge. So maybe um, this was this way when I started to realize that there exists a pay gap and I could have more money for some of my work. And also I would like to know how, like in, in which range my teammates like got their salaries. Mm -hmm. So I don't know really about now, like what is going now with, when uh, with the field, like, I don't know really what is going now in uh, my company now, but at the start of my career, I think I experienced a pay gap. And what about you? Yeah, I was also thinking about it and I think I sort of have experienced it. So yeah, so I honestly like I have never had an issue where you know like was asking for a raise or something like that, but at the same time I'm really bad at negotiating. And sometimes that stops me from like negotiating when somebody is making me an offer, for example. So when I joined, you know, like when I joined one of like when I joined as a mid-level engineer, one of the companies, uh, they offered me a salary with, which was like higher than the one that I used to earn before. 
But then, you know, like after some time, I realized that, okay, actually, like it's not the largest salary they probably could have paid me. So, yeah. And I think there's probably like more people that can, that earn more within the company. So my husband, for example, he also, sometimes he would, you know, like basically he had no issue, for example, just asking for it twice the rate when he was switching jobs which is like for me it's just like mind-blowing like how do you have the audacity to just like go and ask for like a two times larger salary and he pulled it off some you know once once at least that I know of (laughs) but yeah I think that you know I think I I don't believe I have experienced it like knowingly but I think that probably in some places there is there is this thing. Yeah, for sure. I like for myself, um negotiation is really hard to so and I I think I had this experience when I changed a job and my salary like was higher two times but maybe it was like in this case that at the next company I asked like this market salary and at previous company I was really underpaid mm-hmm. so like I put all my energy <laughs> in one place to ask for higher salary and mm-hmm. it worked but yeah, it's really hard. Like you, you need to be really at that period of time, like self-confident about mm-hmm. yourself and just yeah, say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. Cool. All right. So okay, so that's that's good to know that you were brave enough to do it. Yeah, I'm really happy <laughs> to hear that there's not only men, you know, like doing this kind of stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, you know, it's like I don't know, it's it was like okay occasionally because I feel that I'm not really brave to do it right now. Mm-hmm. But at that time I was like uh I was really felt that I am underpaid mm-hmm. and I was like I need to fix it. And like at that previous company they was like why you like want to quit and some and they was asked me about like why and I was like um I need some changes in a way that and they asked me like maybe you need higher salary and I understand that they didn't give me like so like this higher salary that would be normal for the market so only the way was like to quit that job and go to another one yeah yeah yeah, I think unfortunately, like many companies don't have this good enough way of raising the salaries according to the market. Usually, you know, there's a limitation uh, on how much you can, how much of a raise you can give to a person at once. And mm-hmm. there's usually budgets. So that's the reason why, you know, like if you're staying in the company for a longer time and you will grow, for example, from like junior to senior or like from middle to senior engineer it's likely that somebody joining the company just now is going to get to have a larger salary than you do just because yeah. this just the salary appraisal process doesn't uh, doesn't actually serve the people that are already within the company to give them the market level salaries yeah for sure and it's like weird situation like this people who work already in a company who knows everything and they could like get, get less amount of money than people who just got there yeah oh so, yeah but we are here to speak about it and i know to hope that it would be changeable at, i know in the future <laughs> yeah yeah i guess so All right. So, yeah, as part of the preparation for this conversation, both of us have asked on our social channels, uh, like polled the people that we know, the people that follow us, uh, whether on whether they have experienced the pay gap. 
So the question that we asked was basically, uh, have you ever experienced a situation where a person of a gender different than yours have had and had a similar skill set and similar um, level of experience, basically, uh, had you knew that this person would receive a larger salary than you? So in my case, I asked on my Twitter and I have like, honestly, like not too many followers, but this is probably like the poll that was like the largest of all that in terms of responses. So 117 people have voted and I was asking, it was not tech specific to be honest, but most of my, most of my followers are working in tech. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was almost 50-50 actually in terms of the answers was yes or no. And yeah, in terms of those responses, like 51% said that they didn't experience it, but then 48% have experienced it. And then I also asked about uh, how do you identify if you are, you know, like if you have experienced it and 61% of those people were women and 33% were men. And then I also put the category for non-binary. So five people identified as uh, 5% of people identified as non-binary. So yeah, it's interesting that also, you know, that also men have experienced it. And it's really good to know that sometimes, you know, like there's this imbalance, like that goes the other way. Yeah. But yeah, it's also sad to see that out of those people, like 61% uh, that, that have experienced, the, you know, this pay gap uh, that they identify as women. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would share the statistics from statistic from my Telegram channel. Yep. And like the question was the similar, the same. And um, my um, like the community who are following me, like mostly there are females, and there was like one hundred forty votes. Mm-hmm. And sixty percent were females, and that they had experienced the situation that they had less salary than okay. another gender, and thirty percent of this poll was like that females, and they haven't experienced the situation with pay gap and i think that this is because like the 80 percent are female so that's why and uh, of your followers yeah yeah the 80 percent of my followers Mm -hmm. 80 90 percent and uh yeah there there were few percent from the men who had the who have experienced the pay gap and five percent of men who haven't experienced and there are two percent of non-binary people who haven't experienced the pay gap so this is like a hot topic for people because the answers shows show us that there are many females from the one hand on the one hand but there exist male who experience this situation too so the topic is hot for all genders in kind of in some way yeah yeah for sure there there are some like comments to this poll and like some followers just wrote that they feel like they experienced but they don't really sure so it kind of it's like my experience too so mm-hmm. yeah, you can yeah because, be sure about it yeah because there's no like salary transparency in within the company so you cannot really know who earns how much unless you actually 
kind of unless you actually ask this person and you both break your NDA which you likely yeah. have signed yeah it's like another topic that company doesn't want you to share your salary with your teammates yeah yeah and it kind of sucks to be honest I'm not very happy about that but yeah all right okay and I think you also asked on the community that you're part of Fempalette. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I have asked on the Fempalette Facebook group, and this is a platform that helps women advise their careers. And they, the girls who started this community, they have started it in Czech Republic. Why I'm aware of them. And yeah, and there is like, I don't know how much, 15 people who have asked this poll and like nine people asked that they have experienced and five people were like, maybe, but I'm not really sure about it. So this situation, what we really, what we already talked about and Three votes was like no that they haven't experienced pay gap, and all these votes was uh, were from women. Mhm, mm mhm, mm makes sense. Yeah. Well, honestly, I think that you know it's nice that we asked about this, but it definitely doesn't represent the whole. Uh, you know, the whole world is just yeah. you know. I, we just wanted to know what what people have in mind and what, what's happening in their lives in terms of the ones that we at least like partially know about. You mean like yeah. the people that we know? So yeah, but it's kind of sad, you know, like the stats, it's obvious like it's not, it's not very representative because it's not a, even like a, a gender equal yeah. poll, but yeah, but still it's, it's sad to see that, you know, kind of those people that have answered, there's so many that that there's actually that many people at all that that have experienced yeah. it yeah it doesn't matter which gender they have yeah and that's actually you know that's influencing their lives as well right so especially you know like for women i think there's a lot of things that are happening that pay gap has actually worsens their lives in in many ways yeah, we also, yeah, we did a small research about this topic, how uh, pay gap influence also the future of, of females. And yeah, it, it's not really influenced in a good way. Like, because uh, in our culture, it means that if woman has uh, less salary it is like usually for this woman she would go for the parental leave for example and she will miss few years of her career and after that it would be harder to return to the like to the workplace after the maternity leave and also, yeah, we are talking about like females with kids and uh, yeah, and also for the social environment, it's harder because social environment became really close only with, I know, for example, other parents and other women with kids. So it's not really good like in a way of uh, mental health would you like to tell more maybe yeah yeah I think in terms of in terms of the parental leave yeah there's usually like this situation where you know like if you especially like in Ukraine for example there was just a law like a law was just passed to allow men to go to an, a parental leave which is like longer than 
well, just actually go on the parental leave. At this point, it was just like only one carer could go to a parental leave and now both are allowed to be on a parental leave, which is which is nice. But before that, it was it was really, really bad because usually, you know, if you are having a baby, you're probably, you know, whoever whoever earns more is probably the one that is going to stay, like to keep working. And because of this pay gap, because women are compensated uh, less for their work, they they would be ending up the ones that are going to stay with the baby and they will probably not be able to afford the, I don't know, like some kind of daycare or like kindergarten for their kids or like a nanny. And because of that, they would say not only for the first six months, whatever is like required by the government or like whatever this like parental leave time period is in your country, but then they're going to stay for an extended leave because they would not be able to afford all of those things. And then, and it would be cheaper to just, uh, you know, like do it yourself. So basically like you get stuck in this vicious cycle, you know, you need to get back to work, but at the same time, you cannot get, you know, like experience and you don't have enough experience to start working again and to get accepted for a job. And you don't have ex- exposure to some mentorship or something like that. In, in most cases. So it's really it's really great that we have some communities right now that would actually allow allow people to um to get a mentor and just like get supported and like get back get back on their feet. All right. Yeah, so we were talking about the women with kids. Now in terms of regular women, I think there's just in general, you know, like there's less possibilities to create like your own financial security. So I think that's an important thing to to have regardless of whether you have a family or not. And then, yeah, in terms of your physical and mental health, the re- health, uh, the research shows that it's getting worse because of discrimination and stress at work. So we read about it in... In the article, and also we will add the link of this article. It's like the gender pay gap is harming women's health. Yeah. And it was about women in Australia, but I think it applies pretty much everywhere anyways. Yeah. And I was thinking about it, about financial stability. I was thinking, like, for example, in this perfect world where I would be, like, in this way, uh, like, to work or not to work, to have a job or not to have a job. And I feel like that having a job is like more secure for myself yeah like for this financial security it works and for example last year half a year i was unemployed and it was like good times for my school i was have like every day uh, studying for example not, not every day but yeah um but I, I wasn't really secure about my financial stability in a way that, for example, I have awesome husband. He like support me in every way. And he said in a way that if I don't want to work like now, like he understand. But uh, on my side, it was like, I'm like an adult person. Uh, I'm relying on somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that it's like pretty normal. It's like I could live in every way I want to. But for for me that at that period of time it was really fine because I was like uh, had a small rest from from the work. Mm-hmm. But I decided for myself that like this financial security is pretty important for me and having a full-time job is one of the in a way that I have it so and I understand that when it's going like about my salary and when I have less salary that and it means that I have less money for some of my needs and I couldn't be like we know that money <laughs> like they 
doesn't make like happiness for us, <laughs> but they can do in a way that we can pay for all our needs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think if you're earning less than your male colleagues, in that case, it usually means that, you know, there's less opportunity for you to create some kind of emergency budget. So as you said, you know, you were going on this, uh, you were not working for six months. So it, you know, if you were alone, like if you didn't have your husband, you probably, you could have used an emergency budget for the time to be able to cover your needs, right? I didn't have it at all. <laughs> it was like, uh, I, I, I didn't have this budget. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, you know, if you if you were alone, like if you didn't have your husband, yeah. who would, you know, who would be like working at the same time, like you would have needed it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so do other women. They would need it at some point. It could have been useful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, and about stress, like, it every time there is a conversation about salaries and stuff and uh, when i don't know at some of my previous job i had this conversation with in a way that some of my teammates they were like in you know we are have higher salaries than you have and i was like how do you know <laughs> And why you are saying like this to me? Yeah, what's, like, what's is, the point? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it a point for me to go to my manager is and say I need the higher salary, or is it a point for you to say for me that I'm less paid and it's in a bad way? I don't know. It was weird situation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I'm sorry you have faced that. That's that's uh, not nice at all. Yeah. Yeah, and it it gives us like more stress, and like then we see it and our mental health, how how it's going, and then we are less productive at job. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know but, how to switch. I don't know how to switch yeah. <laughs> to another topic from this, honestly, like because it's kind of like you know, like this sad minute. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but as in every movie, we need to go to this like happy end, and in a way that we want to share, like how we could change it, and also we wants to change, we want want to change it, and we also thought about some like in some way how we can fix these pay gaps and um, how to get like all this pay equity in companies mm -hmm. and also for uh, how uh, employees what they can do to um, to break to make the situation better yeah 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 so do you want to share some of these practices yeah yeah sure when i was researching i was honestly like very happy to find that there's a lot of information even like from governments or there's organizations that are really working on this kind of stuff on recommendations for companies so one of the researches that i found was there was a recommendation from the government of the United Kingdom about mm -hmm. about how companies can improve the, the gender gap. And they have actually like provided things that do work, things that seem to be working, but it's not actually like scientifically proved. There's not enough research yet on that. And then there are things that are not working. And they, I'm going to, like, I think we're going to put the link to this, uh, to this recommendation into into the description of the episode so people could also check it out but it was really interesting because everything was backed by research you know that they were saying that here's a link to this research that proves that this is working here's a link to this yeah. research showing that this is controversial still and you know and so on so yeah in terms of the items that we can do uh, there are things that we can do like during hiring and then there are things that we can do just in general you know like as an in a work environment so i'll probably focus on the hiring first um 
So the first thing that we can do is that uh, during hiring, when we want to hire a new candidate, we need to eliminate the criteria that are not directly related to the quality of the work a person can deliver. Meaning uh, for many jobs, like years of experience is not as important as, for example, just the skills of a person. So instead of focusing on how many years a person have had in their resume or you know, like whether they have had like some kind of gap in their resume, just focus on what kind of skills they say they have. And during your interviews, just test those skills and like stop probing about what happened in their life, this kind of stuff. Um, also, we can use structured interviews for recruitment and promotions. So basically what it means is that we could have the same set of questions and grading criteria for all candidates. So when we are defining whether somebody is, um, is good enough for this role of a senior developer, we, we grade every candidate based on the same uh, criteria. Like what's the knowledge of JavaScript, for example, for this person? What is their knowledge of algorithms if, it's, if it matters for your job um, and so on? So you don't, you don't focus on the things that are not actually like influencing the job that much. And yeah, in terms of other things that we can do, there's pay transparency. I think it's really interesting because you're probably wondering how much your teammates are earning, but at the same time, like the company cannot really tell because that's not going to be uh, good for them or Honestly, like, I'm not really sure why they cannot tell, but yeah, they don't tell. So what can be done instead of just saying, you know, this is how much your teammates earn within their company, you can just define uh, a set of roles, like a skills, skills metrics or something like that. And say that, you know, like for this, for this skill set, for this role of like a senior software engineer, for example, or like a middle software engineer, this is the pay range. And, you know, and then let the people know that this is the pay range that you can be paid at for this kind of role. And then this can be used for both hiring. So, you know, a person joining the company will be already aware of how much other people usually are earning, you know, like what's the band for this position. And it also can be useful for existing employees to just uh, assess and, you know, be secure that, you know, like there's not a situation where, you know, like another one person is like earning twice as you for the same job that they're doing for the same grade and title. All right, so these were my items in terms of hiring. What other things do you think would be helpful? Uh, there is like flexible hours uh, for like for work, I don't know, like not, not create only full-time full um job descriptions like vacancies uh gives the possibility for people to work as much time as they could do i like for myself i know that it is very important at every level in your career you could need this possibility to work flexible and to have home offices sometimes and also, I have read in some article, and we add this article to the resources, um, that, for example, if we have some job for, I could tell about backend developer, and do we need, uh, for example, a bachelor degree for this job? Is it really important? And if there would be two candidates who would have, like one candidate wouldn't have a bachelor degree in computer science and mm -hmm. an another one would have, do they bring like the same value to the company? Um, is it really important? Because it's that article, if, if persons education doesn't really mean for the job this person would do. So it could say that they will bring like this equal. Mm -hmm. And also uh, we could another, what companies can do more 
the Breaks Pay Gap is uh, to offer sponsorship and mentorship. Yeah, I just learned about sponsorship as a concept real very recently. So I thought that sponsorship means something like, I don't know, just letting somebody go to a conference and paying for that. But actually, it's a much more wider term. Turns out sponsorship is not only that, but also, you know, like when you have somebody that you want to sponsor, if you, for example, as a, as a developer, you find somebody who is like rather junior and uh, they're still learning and they want to land a job and they eventually want to get to, to a career that you have. So mm-hmm. they also want to become like a PHP developer like you. Um, then in that case, you know, like if you were to mentor this person, you would just give suggestions from your experience. But if you were to sponsor that person, that would mean that you're actually putting them out there, you know, like using your connections, using your knowledge. So for example, you're part of the community, right? You're part of this mm-hmm. fan palette. So you would go and you would recommend this person that you're sponsoring to a speaking engagement saying like, hey, I think this person would do a good job. And you would basically like put your reputation on the line because you want to support this person. So if they mess up, your reputation is kind of going to get yeah. bad. But at the same time, like if they do a good job, you know, like it's going to also like be good for you in a way. So yeah, sponsorship is more about that. So like bringing, bringing a person to a places where they are not yet but they want Mm -hmm. to be so like to those communities to those speaking engagements to those uh finding finding some you know like other like mentors for them and things like that so introducing them them to the things that will help them progress towards their goals Mm -hmm. cool yeah great opportunity for people to get somewhere where they would like to be yeah for sure, for sure. Yeah, and that's actually, that's also going to help with pay gap in a way because, you know, usually usually the reason why, for example, all right, yeah, I'm not sure I want to say that, honestly, but yeah, the reason why people sometimes like don't get to, don't get to some places like in their careers is because they don't have exposure to those places. So if somebody who is, for example, like a director or like a C-level person in the company, they would pick up somebody from lower levels and uh, who also wants to join and you know can become a c-level person at some point you know if if this existing c-level sponsor would support Mm -hmm. support this like new person it would help them and it would eventually also like result in this person getting the job that they want which sometimes they wouldn't be able to and Yeah. So I think it's I think it's really great and I think it's very helpful. In terms of mentorship, unfortunately, I'm sure that's always helpful because um the idea with mentorship is that sometimes there's um well people people are usually mentoring the ones that are very much like them. So that's the reason why men would be more uh kind of like would are more likely to mentor men. Yeah. And, you know, like women are more likely to mentor women. So because because there's very few me- women and there's so much men, you know, like the balance is kind of so-so in the end. But yeah, it's it might be helpful in some cases, but I saw in the in this uh report from from the UK government that it's it's one of the topics that is more controversial because it doesn't um there's not enough research yet to confirm that this is actually helping. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need wait some time i know a few years to to see the results i i like i actually see that uh mentorship is became really popular right now mm-hmm. and a lot of people like are mentors or mentees so maybe like right now is a period when all people learning is it good idea or is it bad idea and also we will see in future how it's going like how will it will be yeah yeah maybe not right now <laughs> yeah we'll find out eventually for sure yeah okay all right so i think this is this is a good enough amount of steps to take yeah probably yeah so let's talk a, a bit about about finding out how much you're worth as an employee in terms of how much of a salary you might ask without 
feeling that you're too brave or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I know that you have done some research about this. So what, what can you share? Um, I could share like some of my thoughts more than some researches, but as I know, it's better to, um, to understand what you really, what I am, and on knowledge and to look like on these websites which are like write some salaries for for some jobs because uh, I know that in Czech Republic is common not to write the salary of the position and to ask like candidates only on the interview how how much they want mm -hmm. but i really like those job description where companies are writing like how much they will pay for this for this position and also there are some websites where you can write your position in which country you are and uh, find out like how people operate in this country having like this position which you have and I feel like I forget the name of this website which is really famous one <laughs> is it Glassdoor yeah yeah it is <laughs> okay yeah so like we know this like famous one but for sure there are some like in your region that are really similar to this one and uh, also going back to the mentorship there are many communities now who offers like free mentorship or mentorship for some really low pay so more people can afford it so I suggest like to go there to ask for mentor uh, who would be like on this position you would like to have in future and to ask about salaries to work on salaries, expectation, negotiation. Another one is for people who work in some companies and really want to ask uh, their manager about higher salary. So to ask maybe, for example, HR, what the pay range they have for some position you want to grow to. And before that, ask maybe manager what, what you need to do to get some salary you want to like to share your thoughts with your manager if it is possible because sometimes uh, there are people relations and not every manager are really open to talk about it but mm -hmm. it's better to ask than to be quiet yeah yeah for sure oh it's it's hard <laughs> Like, I don't know, I feel like I was brave before, like when I was a few years younger than now. <laughs> and now like I'm like, I'm in my comfort zone and maybe I would like to ask something, but I need to be prepared. Yeah, yeah, makes sense, makes sense. So it's, it's like, it's up for you, like if you really want to like you can ask uh you can wait and be become more aware of yourself and ask later so we already talked a lot and we would like to say some highlights from this episode yeah so for me, I think before researching about the pay equity and pay gap, 
I didn't really think about what kind of effects it has on women. So I didn't realize that not only like is it more stressful in terms of financial security, but it's also more stressful just in general, you know, like in terms of in terms of feeling safe in your work environment, and it also like, would um, affect your productivity. Then the second thing that was a highlight for me that I learned about sponsorship, but it's not recording. Okay, yeah, so the first highlight for me is that I didn't know previously about how this this pay gap was actually affecting women. And, you know, I, I was, I kind of, I think, knew about it, but I didn't really think about it or like, either maybe like preferred not to think about it or just, I don't know why. But it was it was interesting to learn that there's not only you know like financial effects on this, but also like in terms of the productivity and in terms of your sense of security. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. Then the second highlight for me is that I learned about sponsorship. I really like this concept, and I'm hoping that it's going to be useful and going to try it in my career as well. Either find a sponsor and also like sponsor somebody else on my team. And the third thing that I learned about that is the highlight of our discussion for me today is, yeah, basically how we can do the pay transparency without uh, without actually like saying that X earns this amount of money and you know like Y earns this amount of money without getting getting into sharing the actual numbers. I think we. It probably would be good to get to that point at some point in the future, but we're probably just not quite there yet because that's going to cause a lot of confusion between the employees of the same company in different countries, at least. Yeah, yeah. I would say about a few of my highlights from this episode, from this record, that every time when I uh thinking about something in this tech field, I feel like I'm alone in some of my situations and my thoughts. And I realize that like for this pavement gap that I'm not alone and it's not cool for sure. But I um I feel like it is like the support from the government of in some countries, not really in all countries, but from some companies. And I think that other companies, they would give like this really good companies and government as an example and will follow them in some structures, changes in some uh transparent about payment and such things so i i like to know that i'm not alone in this situation mm-hmm. and uh i think i i didn't think too about uh how all this pay gap situation uh impact on on my mental health and uh it's cool that I know right now and I could do something with it and also other people who are our listeners could do something with it too. And and I think right now that there are a lot of actions that companies could do to make it better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds good. Oh, it's, it is like really uh, not really easy to talk about this topic for me. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So, yeah, that's it <laughs> for, for this episode. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, thank you for listening. And let us know what you think. We are on Twitter. We are available on Telegram and on Instagram as well. 
So yeah, if you would like to leave us a comment, just please do it in one of those social channels or also make sure to leave us a review if you would like to support us. That's going to help a lot. And yeah, that's it for this time. Then thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.